Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you develop the skills. My guest this week is Hannah Grady-Williams, and she is the founder of Skills Community, which is a community to encourage Gen Zers to use ChatGBT. I got to learn so much about ChatGBT and its potential through this conversation with Hannah, and I'm excited to share it all with you. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Hannah Grady-Williams. I am Hannah Grady-Williams, and I am the founder of Skills Community, which is the only community of Gen Z plus GPT. And we're essentially creating the space where Gen Z, who is working, like any Gen Z, or whether they're high school, college students, are working with the power of GPT to build companies, create apps, Chrome extensions, you literally, you name it. And they're using those incredible skills they've built to land real opportunities in real companies, solving real world problems. Thank you so much for that introduction, Hannah. And I'm really looking forward to learning more about this project. So I would love to get started by just getting more information on how this community came to be. What inspired you to get started with this project? And what did the process look like to create it? Oh gosh, Lily, that's a big question. <laughs> we we could probably be here talking for hours about the journey of how I got here. Um, the the crux of it is I am a, I'm 24, so at the upper end of Gen Z, but I'm the oldest of seven kids, and my youngest sister is eight. And I grew up in this just incredible family where my parents were both entrepreneurs. We Basically, I didn't know this at the time when I was really young, but my parents were very, very much struggling entrepreneurs when I was little, you know, up to like age 10, even age 12 or 13. And they went through a couple of recessions. Well, I have this really distinct memory that may give you some like insight into how this happened. So I was 12 years old and my dad used to take me to work, you know, one or two days a week so I could get into the process and be exposed to things. Well, one day we're sitting or I'm sitting in the back of his blue pickup truck and we're bouncing down the road and his company's in real estate. So we would go like house to house to collect rents. This was back in, oh gosh, like 2009. So anyway, he, I'm sitting in the back of his blue pickup truck. We're bouncing down the highway and suddenly out of the blue, he just turns to me and he hands me his cell phone and he says, um, hey, Hannah, the phone's ringing. There's a guy at the end of the line who wants to sell his house and you're going to close the deal. And I just remember being absolutely freaked out. I don't know what your reaction would have been, Lily, if your dad had done this to you, but I was freaked out. And, uh, and you know, my, I knew my dad was just getting his business off the ground. Like, what was he doing giving me his one lead that would come in that week, you know? But I trusted him. So I took the phone. I talked to this older gentleman and we ended up getting a contract on this duplex and closed, closed it. And I can still drive by it. My parents still own it. So I, I have that connection back to my first introduction to entrepreneurship. Um, but really like things just jump started from there. So I, I knew at that moment, like if I can do something like that, I can close the deal as a 12 year old on something, I can start a company. And so I started just consuming like every book I could get my hands on, like secrets of power negotiating and 
uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, all, all the traditional books. And I ended up just at 14, I decided I'm getting this whole college thing out of the way. So I enrolled in online college and was able to graduate with my bachelor's degree and high school simultaneously. Um, which was very sort of interesting journey, but I'm glad I did it that way because looking back, I definitely didn't take like more than, I don't know, maybe two or 3% of what I learned in college into the real world. Like literally everything I know, all the skills that I have come from um, high school, come from debate competitions, come from learning from my dad, come from um, talking to real people. So anyway, um, just as a quick fast forward, I landed in corporate really early. I um, basically discovered this gap that exists between Gen Z and what we want out of work and what I was seeing in corporate and consulting clients on. And it led me to go out on my own. I started a consulting business that helped companies to recruit and retain Gen Z talent, um, wrote a book, started a podcast, all that jazz. And it led me to just meeting some phenomenal people who have the same values that I do around education and how much the system needs to change to prepare students for the digital age. And I looked back at all my siblings and started asking you know, them what they were hearing from their teachers and, um, and what they're hearing, especially as all this AI technology has just launched. And, and I don't know if you're hearing this, Lily, but Every Gen Zer I talk to who is currently in high school or college is getting told by their teachers not to use GPT. And so we're rebelling. And we started this community because I believe that if AI can do something perfectly and for free, it's no longer the way we should assess a student's capability or aptitude. And, um, and we should be using these tools to really expound what we can do and to make us AI powered humans. Um, and so that's what we've set out to do sort of long story longer. That's interesting. And I think that's such a great story about your dad and closing the deal and everything. So thank you for sharing that. So admittedly, I'm someone who has not really used GPT that much and I haven't really explored its capabilities that much. Can you give me an overview of what you're doing at Diskills and how you are encouraging Gen Zers to tap into this new technology? Yeah, so there's, there's a lot in that question, so let's dissect it. First things first, we are currently building up our group of innovators who are the Gen Z ambassadors using GPT. Let, so let me give you a little bit of a window into what GPT can do, and this will help frame this. So I started using GPT back in early February. So this was right when we first started hearing, you know, everything about it. And I was your typical user. So I went into the tool and I, you know, just playing around with fun, funny things like, you know, write a poem that is written in the style of Kanye West mixed with Shakespeare about, I don't know, um, Elon Musk falling in love with Trump, like just, you know, random shit, whatever. So I found it to be like, whatever, interesting. I think I did what most people did, right? Just go into the tool, try it one time, and then never look back. Like, just don't use it again. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks, and I started thinking about, based on what I was hearing in the news, you know, what is, what is GPT capable of doing for the future? So it gave me the idea, I need to go into GPT and talk to it like a person 
see what I can prompt it to do, and then start asking it about what does the future look like when AI is seamlessly integrated with all of these tools um, across every business division across the globe. So I started having this conversation with AI about what could future a future look like when we have these tools and capabilities. I talk to about a dozen CEOs or more a week of all different size companies. And what I'm repeatedly hearing is that they're able to overlay GPT on large sets of data and it produces leads, sales cycle improvements, like all these incredible things. So I thought, well, I've got to go. Like we were at the time, the skills, um, the skills was going in a completely different direction. We were focused on building basically the match.com for micro internships. And we completely have pivoted gears because of this. So to get back to what GPT can do, as I started chatting with it over the course of weeks, more like a human and helping it be, become a strategic partner instead of a task manager, I realized that a couple, well, a couple things. Number one, <laughs> this is crazy, Lily. I have never written a single line of code by myself in my life. Like I just haven't. Yesterday in 30 minutes, I coded in Python a Chrome extension that scrapes all of the data on the internet, like all of Amazon's data, tracks prices and adds affiliate links automatically. In, I, I cannot even describe to you, like I cannot code, but this is what GPT can do. So, so that, that's one thing. It can literally code things in a bizarrely short amount of time. Um, the second thing I realized is out in the marketplace right now, there are courses on GPT, which is kind of just um, idiotic because those courses are going to be irrelevant next week, basically. Like there's, you know, all the, I call them the hustle porn stars. They're like all, you know, all out there trying to um, sell courses on whatever, you know, make the, make a bunch of money, whatever. And it's like, guys, those courses are going to be completely irrelevant next week. So the idea sort of sparked from this of what if we shift from all these incredible Gen Zers we have who are accessing real opportunities in real companies already using the skills they have? What if we pivot that to building the hub, the community where instead of just building them, you know, building things or helping clients, they can build for themselves. They can build companies. They can build apps. Um, you know, 15-year-olds could partner up with other 16, 17-year-olds around the world, and they can come together in teams and, and build incredible things and start their own companies, blah, blah, blah. So in, in, in short, the community itself will be that hub. So we, we're going to have boot camps. Um, so one example would be my team and I, so our head of product and myself um, and other Gen Zers who are sort of ahead on the curve of using GPT are going to be leading boot camps such as code a Chrome extension in one week, boot camp. Um, then the, another one might be start a business in two weeks using GPT. Another one might be um, we're going to catalyze this launch with a competition that will be a GPT design or build competition where Gen Zers will get to essentially compete for cash prizes that are going to be um, crowdsourced and the whole community can vote on their favorites. And we're basically just going to have a blast like seeing what 
Gen Z can build with GPT. And I'm super pumped about that because what's going to happen is all of these companies who are skeptical about the power of Gen Z and what our voice means are going to look at these and say, we can undeniably see that Gen Z can add value to the world. And there's going to be no ifs, ands, or buts, no questions about like, what does a degree mean? The future is not degrees, it's the skills. And I'm a firm believer that if you have a piece of paper showing like what you've done, there's not really a way to distinguish you out of the millions of other students who've graduated with a business degree. But if you've got the skills and you can show that, you know, you as a student had this level of output by the time you were 18, 19, 20 years old, you've built three apps, you've had five clients in real companies, you've, you know, built a, two businesses that make you passive income. I can bet you like that student's going to look a whole lot more attractive to any company looking to hire people than just someone with a degree. And that's, that's what we're out to build. That's really interesting. So I would also love to get your take on the future of AI and ChatGPT. I know some people feel as though it's a trend or something that might pass while other people really feel like it's going to stick around and be a part of our lives. Can you tell me your thoughts on the role that ChatGPT is going to play in our lives in the future? I will live and die by the statement that and anyone I've told this to has been like, that, mm, that's kind of a fierce statement. Like it, mm, no, I, I don't feel good about that. I'm curious to get your take. I will live and die by the statement that within the next few years, who knows, it might be sooner. We will, as a world, either have the most exponential explosion in wealth and opportunity creation across the globe as a result of GPT, or we will end up back in the stone age. I believe AI, specifically GPT, integrated with all these tools has the capability. Um, and in fact, one of my good friends is a friend of Sam Altman, who's the founder of OpenAI and or the CEO currently. And Sam Altman doesn't understand how GPT works. Like we're literally to the point where we've unleashed something that's not just a fad, we've unleashed a, an intelligence form. And in, in other words, like, we're to the point where that intelligence form will either catapult humanity into an incredible, like create more millionaires than ever before, pull people out of poverty and homelessness and like create so much opportunity globally, or the wrong people get their hands on it in, you know, create some sort of virus or something that destroys all electric hubs all internet, everything, and we return to literally churning butter in our backyard. Like that's what I will live and die by that statement. And I think we'll see that in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think there's so much unknown about all of this technology. So that brings fear for some people and anticipation for others. But yeah, that's that's really interesting. So I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, especially high school students and college students want to create change, but they may not know how to get started. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for those people who may be listening? I don't know if they're words of wisdom, but I'll give you my sort of point of view here. So I'm 24. I've worked in corporate six years of my life. I've consulted several years and my um, now I now have the incredible opportunity to work with two people I call my Obi-Wan and my Yoda. They're, um, they're a Gen, Gen Xer um, who's had such an incredible career 
um, as like in Silicon Valley. And then my Yoda is in his seventies and is one of like the top venture capitalists of all time, um, who's incredible. And so here's my word of advice. You as a human will rise to the occasion when you surround yourself with people who not only believe in you, but who force you to become more like them by proxy. And that's the reason instead of taking, just to go back to the to skills community, it, the reason we're taking the approach of building a community and not a series of courses is because I firmly believe that you could take any, any smart person, not even smart as the, as the world of the education system defines smart, take any person with curiosity, no matter their age, 13, 14, 15 years old, and you put yourself in a community with people who are wanting to achieve something, who are open to exploration and open to new ideas, you will find proxy become so incredibly smart beyond your wildest dreams and access opportunities you never thought possible. And I've found that to be true in my life, like the types of doors that have opened and and heck, I didn't know where to start with GPT. I mean, we're literally in the phase right now where Bill Gates was back in the 80s, literally sitting on a machine all night coding because he had access to a computer. That's literally the phase we're at right now with GPT. And so I guess my my advice to anyone who is in, who, any literally anyone who is listening to this is if you want to be in that first wave of people and, and I'm not just talking about GPT, but the opportunity to grow your career, to become a curious problem solver who has a tenacious entrepreneurial mindset. Like if that's something you want to say, you want other people to say is true of you, surround yourself with people who, who do that. Um, and it, it doesn't matter what their age is. It could be others, you know, classmates, it could be your friends, it could be your gaming community, it could be your discord community, it could be older people who you look to as mentors like I have, but put yourself in the midst of people who challenge you and who want to experiment with what's crazy, new, and also what could be, could cause fear among other people, and you're going to have a legendary career. I really enjoyed talking with Hannah, and I learned so much about AI and ChatGPT through talking with her. I want to highlight Hannah's mission to be curious and develop skills while encouraging those around her to do the same. She even created the Skills community to have a group of like-minded people who want to learn about ChatGPT and cultivate their curiosity and their skills. Hannah is cultivating her own community of changemakers through this project, and her story is a great example of how change comes when you develop the skills. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Hannah on Instagram at getdiskills to get connected with her. If you're interested in joining or learning more about the skills community, I also included the link in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.